I'm all about that fuss-free glam. Give me makeup that's versatile and feels like air on my skin and has ingredients that love my face, that's good for my face. You know, clean ingredients. And don't even get me started on mascaras because I do want them bold and lengthening. <laughs> and so we have Thrive Cosmetics, which I've been using since 2020, obviously because I appreciate their foolproof products that make it really easy to apply for any skill level. And they have a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look, but also they give back. Every product purchased, Thrive Cosmetics donates products and funds to help communities thrive. Hence why it's Thrive Cosmetics, C a u s e medics thrive cosmetics and bigger than beauty skincare are not just makeup brands they're a whole vibe they're all about empowering us to rock our confidence and when you support them we are helping other communities thrive their stuff is not only easy to use but no nasties zero parabens sulfites phthalates they are 100 vegan and cruelty free let's talk lashes thanks to thrive's liquid lash extensions i must say that my lashes are just so beautiful and lush it adds lengths there are no clumps and also guess what it slides right off with warm water so no raccoon eyes here and i appreciate they have nourishing ingredients that support longer stronger and healthier looking lashes over time and it's a unique formula they use that creates these tubes around each eyelash to lengthen them. We've had problems in the past with the link, but the link does work now. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com magic. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash magic for 10% off your first order. Did I ever have any doubts? Um, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. But I also would remind myself all the time that if my fear is being judged, just to remember that everyone is going to judge me all the time, whether I do something or don't. So just might as well do the damn thing. <laughs> and just go after it because even if it's not exactly where you thought you'd go, it's better than if you didn't try. And it may be even better than anything you can imagine right now. Now let the magic begin. Hello, Soul Tribe. It's Raquel and Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah, Happy Chrismica, Happy Kwanzaa, or whatever holiday you celebrate, and Happy Winter Solstice. Did you notice? This is indeed a time of the year, every single year, that we ask ourselves, and hopefully more so ask our souls, <laughs> what is it that we want for the next year? What are our intentions, our goals, our ambitions, and what in the world do we do to get there? How can we make this happen, universe? <laughs> not only we, we ask these questions, not only because it's the new year, but this year's winter solstice represents an energetic rebirth of life. So there's indeed a reason 
we are all feeling a great transition and opening our hearts to new ambitions and new ideas to bring forth and paint a most a magical 2019. And my transition was something that I didn't even expect to happen. And I'm getting so many different insights, especially after my shavasanas. It's unreal. I'm really excited. I feel like the universe is very pleased in my openness to create some magical things. Right now is a really magical time. I'm having such, I couldn't even picture being anywhere else but being with my family, which I'm about to bring on my dad in this intro. I can't wait for you to meet him. And today, for me, I see this time of year as a large shift. I'm not only celebrating those I love and also the compassion I have for the year that I've had, but also to celebrate me transitioning from this yin energy in this year to a yang energy. I feel it unfolding. It's already unfolding, which is amazing. And I will elaborate on that this episode. And also in this episode, I will answer many of your questions and topic ideas that you sent in in the Facebook group. And everyone that sent in, thank you so much. And if you haven't joined the Facebook group, please click the link in the show notes and join us. It's a closed FB group. Actually, I don't like the word closed, by the way. I prefer the word safe or secret. (laughs) The secret Facebook group. Secret, not so secret Facebook group. (laughs) Also note that these are very fresh questions because many that were sent in were lovely, but I've already answered in previous solo episodes, so I want to give you something new. And I'll also be answering more for next week for the transition into 2019 because it will be December 31st, one of the most magical days of the year. I'm so excited about this. I talked in this episode about how Utah shaped me and I went on a long rampage on that. And then I decided to keep my answers a little more concise for the rest of them and talked about connecting with Mama Earth when you feel disconnected from her or shifting our mindset to have a more abundant 2019, and my doubts that I had when starting this podcast and how I overcame them, and whether or not I believe that we all are meant to live those dreams, which I'm pretty sure you know the answer to, (laughs) and finding your passion when you're struggling to, or finding your soul's purpose and career and in life, and my yoga journey, surrendering to the universe, and also my feelings about 2019. Ugh, amazing. Ooh, who is ready? Who is ready? I am. Also, I want to give a shout out to the Yomi review of the week, Lindsay Family 32 her five-star review. And Lindsay writes, I am so, so thankful I found this podcast. I had no idea how much I was missing in the spiritual wellness world. Every podcast is helpful to your well-being in one way or another. And just the sound of Raquel's voice helps me in times of anxiety. Oh, thank you so much for being you, Raquel. You bring so much beauty and light onto Mama Earth. Love you, Carly. Oh my gosh, little Carly, I love you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh, I'm so glad that you are finding the pieces that were never missing, but they are they have been living inside of you. They've just been wanting to be more seen, 
when it comes to your spiritual and wellness. So I'm thankful that you are seeing them and I hope you are having the happiest holidays and I'm sending so much love your way. Ooh, guys, I believe it is time to bring on my old man. Hold on. Dad! You're here. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Say hello to the Yomis. Hello, Yomis. I'm so happy that I have my dad here. My dad, by the way, he is an ex-army, what were you, a master sergeant? A master sergeant, yeah. That is like what? That's the highest ranking uh, uh, sergeant, uh, enlisted man. They call him non-coms, non-commissioned officer. Oh, well, cool. To whatever that is. I'm so proud of you. And they have warrant officers too, but uh, (laughs) as far as enlisted. And then you're also, well, you were a corporate lawyer, and now you have your own private practice in Park City, Utah. And Dad, can I just say thank you for being an attorney who is actually there for the good for others and not in it for the money and the goodies in life? (laughs) That's what your mom keeps telling me, that I get to sleep well at night. What is one of your favorite memories, just one that comes to the top of your mind of you and I? Oh, wow. There's a lot. I mean, I remember one time a magical moment when you and I were at Inspiration Point in Newport Beach, California. It was uh, dark. It was like 5.30 in the morning. We were watching the fishing boats go out. There were quite a few of them going out to sea to do their fishing for the day. And and then Raquel... Uh, went on a jog and I walked and uh, we met back at Inspiration Point when the sun was coming up and it was just absolutely gorgeous and it was a magical moment. I know. Oh, I'm going to (laughs) cry. How about, do you want me to move back home? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) You're visiting now. We love it. So what was, what's one of your favorite poems of mine? So remember when that thing happened in Hawaii, when... I got that ping on my oh, phone. Oh, that was oh, that was that wasn't that was magical. That was scary. No, I know, I know. So I thought you. you what know. happened again? Well, you called me, and they had an alert that a missile was coming from North Korea, and they on the alert on the iPhones it, and the warning it said it was not a drill, but it was the real thing, and uh, you thought. You were going to die, and, and I thought the same, and just we tried to do everything we could while you're running in the, you were running in the jungle yeah. by yourself, and not a lot of shelter there, but you know it took a while for us to put it all together and realize that, uh, and you were in Kauai at the time, that if there was a yes. target, it would have been Oahu, right. and Kauai would have been spared, most likely. Right. But it, for the moment, you know, my heart was beating, and... And I was trying to find shelter for you to go to. Cause you, I know. Because they estimated 20 minutes uh, till disintegration. Yeah, that was probably one of the scariest times of my life. But then at the same time, I ended up surrendering in the forest, being like, you know, it is what it is. Yeah, nothing you can do about it except pray. And Yeah. Well, and then I remember getting the message that we only had 12 minutes, and I seriously thought I only had 12 minutes to live. And so that's when I wrote this poem, which I will recite right now. Okay, that'd be great. If she thought she only had 12 minutes to live, may she share the last message she would want to give. May her love for all she has known feel deeper. May she surround herself with people and nature. May she take a beat to write her final poem. May she ride with the waves of Mother Earth's home. 
May she send light to friends hiding in the darkness. May she send love to those needing her forgiveness. May she turn all her sadness into a smile. May she sing her life's short song of living a long while. May she laugh for taking this life so seriously. May she dance without regret of living differently. If she thought she only had 12 minutes to breathe, may she share the last legacy she'd want to leave. May she calm all the minds and hearts feeling fearful. May she surrender in peace before the landing missile. Oh, that's beautiful. <laughs> and sad, too. I mean, it's the uh, last 12 minutes. You have tears in your eyes. Of one's last life. Well, that was a pretty dramatic time. I mean, I'm here in Park City and my heart was beating. I know, I know. <laughs> You're running around in the jungle in Kauai. I remember for a while I couldn't get a hold of you either because they blocked all connection, wow. all line connection. I finally did, which is great. So, in your 74 years of life, you've learned a whole lot and you've tapped into your authentic self and your intrinsic self and you have created your own magic in a magical world for me in so many ways which I'm so thankful for and so the last question I want to ask you is how would you advise the your own magic listeners to create their own magic oh well that's a interesting question uh, I think everyone has the opportunity and does you know you go to bed at night and Sometimes you have uh, sweet dreams and of sugar plums and so forth. Every once in a while you'll have a dream of something you're, that you desire, you're, that uh, you, something came to mind and you dream about it. And then sometimes, uh, hopefully, you know, a lot of us get up in the morning and decide that this is a vision we saw and something we needed to uh, find for ourselves and, and do. And just have that law of attraction, knowing that you can do whatever you want to do. And if you dream it, you can do it. Oh, amen to that. It's true. Follow those dreams. Follow those universal pings. There you go. I talk a lot about that in this episode, actually, because that's a question I get asked a lot. So you'll hear a lot about that soon to come. So, Dad, guess who's sponsoring this episode? Uh, Fabuletics. Fabletics. Fabletics. <laughs> Which Sorry. Is, that works too. Fabuletics. I mean, they are fabulous. But and, yeah. and I've seen my daughter and my wife wearing them, and they're great clothes. <laughs> I know. Well, aren't those your like? Aren't those your favorite pants? Mom has now. They are, and uh, even I thought they were so nice. I said, "Do they make them for men?" <laughs> and she laughed. So <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> But they are super slimming and slenderizing. They look so good on mom. I'm like, yes, I want to get mom more. But you guys, Fabletics has an extra special treat for the Soul Tribe, gifting you two leggings for only $24. They are here to help you live your passion every single day. When you go to fabletics.com forward slash magic, perhaps a post Christmas present for your mom as well and make her feel good in yoga pants. What you can do is you can basically browse the Netflix of yoga pants and find a variety of cozy and fit pants for your human shell. My personal favorite pairs are those, like I've said before a million times, my rose-colored high-waisted Fabletics, but also the new black ones that I got for both myself and my mom and so slimming. They look so good, right? They do. Yeah. (laughs) 
all their pants do. And also their sports bras. I'm actually wearing one right now, and they are so cozy and truly my new obsession. What I love most about them, besides the fact that they're the coziest and best-looking pants on my body that I own is the fact that they are constantly changing their designs all the time and so they have a variety of patterns and looks and they're just also the most affordable high quality activewear on the market not just saying that they really are high quality you can feel it and so this is also thanks to their vip members program which gives you even better deals of about 50 percent off regular prices plus free shipping and additional perks that you just can't resist. So, Tribe, again, Fabletics is gifting you two leggings for only $24, which is a $99 value. So, just go to fabletics.com forward slash magic. That's F-A-B-L-I-T-I-C-S dot com forward slash magic. I will obviously leave the link in the show notes for you. And don't forget their VIP members always get 50% off regular prices plus free shipping and additional perks. That's fabletics.com forward slash magic and pick your two pairs. And now it is time to let the magic begin with this soulful solo episode. begin. So first, I will answer the first question that was asked on the Facebook post, and I will read the rest in no particular order. (laughs) Just whatever I feel guided to answer at this time, and questions that are new that I haven't answered before in other previous solo episodes. So first question, Meg Jansen. Hello, Meg. And Meg asks, I would love to hear your story of growing up in Utah and how it shaped you. I feel so connected to you and being from Utah and becoming a woo-woo heart-centered person after a rock bottom. Only the beginning of the synchronicities. Red heart. Mm, Meg, red heart. And oh, (laughs) Oh, the woo-woo in a place that has their own version of woo-woo, but probably doesn't fully want to tap into the depths of their soul. But hello, Meg, my fellow Yutan Yomi. You live, by the way, in a truly, truly magical place on Mama Earth. And sometimes we forget how magical the space that we grew up in is wherever we're at but this is the Rockies I love the Rockies full of the mightiest mountains with beautiful trees and a lot of forests for me as a forest child to run free in but it's interesting when I landed here recently I felt this overwhelming sense of warmth even though it is Super cold outside, 30 degrees Fahrenheit, but I felt this warm blanket just wrap around me. In fact, before I go back to Hawaii, I may look at some places here to be here part-time and perhaps part-time Kauai, but also, you know me, I'm a travel bug. I just love to explore the world and I'm not done with that yet. (laughs) 
but I never appreciated Utah's magic till I left and traveled the world to recognize the wizardry that this place offers, as in something about this state, or it could also just be my city, because I feel it more in my city, Park City, but something about Park City makes me recognize I love being outside, even if it is 30 degrees, (laughs) super cold. I want to ski, I want to explore the wilderness in the beautiful white, white snow, and the color of this place, it's like a light blue and also a white, which is kind of how I'm feeling right now as I'm transitioning from this yin energy of my year. I realize this year has been just a major yin energy for me as I really went into back into my cave. But next year feels like I'm transitioning into more of a yang year. Anyways, I can talk all about that later, but you ask what it was like to grow up here, and in all reality, this is all I know. Park City was built away from the main leadership of the state, and for those of you who may not live in the United States or just unfamiliar with the culture of Utah, it is very heavily dominated by a church that we call the Mormon Church, and a lot of the cultural influences are predicated on the rules of that church. But Park City was kind of like this little outlier, a state within a state that doesn't really abide by any church or organization or rules, and found its own gold, figuratively and literally. (laughs) And I recognize that influence made me confident in finding my own gold and stepping outside of social norms. So I was indeed a forest child. I played all day in the forest of my backyard, jumping rivers, crawling through dry sewers or random holes, picking up deer or moose bones. (laughs) I know, kind of gross, kind of gross. Or running from moose when I'd see one in the distance. Or if I thought I heard a mountain lion or felt one's presence around, then I would just run and fortunately I was never chased. I'm still alive. Ooh, the sun is peeking out guys. It feels so good. Anyways, I would also build forts with branches and climb trees and basically pretend I was Pocahontas or a fairy in a forest and (laughs) I, I would pretend to be sick all the time on a weekly basis because well, I was not only bored with school and its lessons, but I didn't really have friends I was pretty mocked and teased and so for me feeling free and feeling loved was being around nature and my one friend who loved to explore it with me um and again yeah I didn't I didn't honestly have friends in my grade till fifth and then eighth grade and beyond so but coming back here I had some interesting flashbacks of the times where pretty much every grade except for fifth and then eighth and beyond. I, or I was often, often, almost daily mocked and teased, especially after I peed my pants in the center of my first grade room because only one student could go at a time and I just could not hold it in. So Mrs. Marometta would not let me go. And then that day forward, I was not somebody that people wanted to be around. So yeah, I had flashbacks of being an outcast and I recognize that 
in that I found strength of being alone, but then there was this time where I ended up rising from that and becoming friends with so many people, being more social, and I almost feel like this is a pattern in a different way right now as last year I was in this yin energy kind of isolating myself from the world except for pockets of hangouts here and there and now I'm transitioning more into just being socially stimulated to even create more and do more. It's so interesting how social situations can really stimulate so many creative ideas for you and really spark it especially when you're motivated before 2019 comes around. But I digress. So when I was a child, if I wasn't in a forest, I would like to write little short stories on this fun software that my folks gave me. And I just created my own ways of having fun. And I would spend a lot of time with my cousins. And it's amazing to just feel that, just remember that love again. And and it's interesting that I recognize I'm still reprogramming some of these old childhood traumas to fully step into my power and create something magical this world I feel like you guys have just been witnessing the beginning of this journey and I'm so thankful that you have been coming along with me and it's deeper than I thought when I started this healing journey but I just I feel so much lighter now and I felt a weight lifted off in some way an energetic weight lifted off just by simply coming home, a place I haven't been to for four years when this entire spiritual journey began. So it's almost like this cycle, if you were to go around like a moon cycle, like I'm coming all the way back around, back to a full moon, feeling full, feeling whole, and appreciating where I came from in this incarnation. Another interesting insight that was just delivered to me was the other day when I was walking past my old favorite new age store on Main Street, this really adorable place, guys. Google Main Street, Park City, Utah. It's so cute. (laughs) And I was trying to find this new age store, which I learned no longer exists, sadly. And I would go there all the time. This was well before I knew new ageism or spiritualism. or I don't even think I knew what yoga was. But it was before I knew that that was a community that attracted high vibe like-minded people. But myself and then my one friend were drawn to that place. And we'd stay in there and read their astrology books and numerology books and crystals and learn about palm reading and anything else. And something I wouldn't really tell other people because I didn't want to be seen as weird, but I was just so drawn to learning about all this for whatever reason. And then the other day when I was walking with my friend Miguel, who knew that I loved to go there even in high school, Um, We passed by where it used to be and he saw my face and said, who knew that place was you or something along those lines? And I was like, whoa, who knew that place was me, my type of vibe? I had no idea that I would be dedicating my life to messages similar to these. And they were just little seeds being planted in my brain at that time. And when he said those words, it was as if that was a message that needed to be delivered to me to remind me that even though my dark times or the crazy drug and alcohol phases, that all of this spiritualism before I knew it was 
it was a healer or was my healer. It was my home since I was young. It would be my light sometimes after drunken weekends to go there. And I didn't know why, but I just loved how I felt in that place. So that was an interesting little note, a little message delivered to my mind. <laughs> and aside from all of that, I, I do believe that the greatest lesson that this state has inadvertently taught me is to fully and love all people for whatever they believe in, something that this state may not be the most known for, but that humans shouldn't play God or the universe, but we must listen to the one inside ourselves, that that we shouldn't listen to words in a book, especially a book that has been transcribed a billion times, <laughs> or what someone who has placed themselves in a seat of power says but to follow and fully trust the power inside ourselves. I remember reading scriptures and questioning the truth of many sentences or reading the Book of Mormon and questioning the truth of many sentences. And when I would read the Bible, some parts would resonate and some didn't. Some would give me chills and honestly, others would make my stomach turn. It didn't feel right. And so we know, we just, we always know what is true. I don't think I would be living my purpose if I were to follow their rules or anyone's rules. I don't think I would be living my purpose if I let hate or the teasing of the students stand in my way or my drunk, dark days. I don't think I would be living my purpose if I played inside all day long and didn't allow nature to tell me, to show me the way. But hey, that's that's just me. So I'm honestly <laughs> pro-following a life that feels true for your soul. We are here to not only wake up, but to create something new to really create our own magic like what you see whatever you're seeing right now outside of you that was an idea that came into someone's mind and they were stepping outside out of that time of any societal norms and societal programming any parental programming they stepped outside of that and created something for us to make a greater impact in the world in some way whether it be the person that created the chair they made a great impact for all of us they definitely serve their purpose or to the person that decided to have yoga classes and host yoga classes for a community like whoever first decided that i want to be their friend <laughs> So step outside, maybe be open to the ideas that are delivered to you between now and sometime in 2019, and then allow that to motivate you to create something. Also, I personally have no intention on making people go down my own path. Everyone has their own life path, and they're in this incarnation for a reason, and going through these challenges in life for whatever reason and that is their path that is their soul this the way their soul wanted them to live and no one should ever be shamed or hated or blamed for whatever they choose to do even if your family if you have a family that 
does not believe what you believe, that's fine. Perhaps your challenge is to step outside of that and then allow them to see that light and accept it. But, you know, let them be. Let them be how they want to be. And perhaps just by influencing them by thriving yourself, they will see that light of you as well. We just know what's right for us. Oh, but yeah, so if it weren't for Park City and being teased and having to find my own fun within myself and stepping outside of the box to, uh, okay, that was a loaded question that I could just write a whole book on. So in some, I know I was born in a religious state to step outside of a very strong cultural norm and discover the truth and light of my own soul while helping others do the same. And Megan, thank you so much. I could shed some light on my childhood forever and talk about the beauty of Utah and my family here and how much I love them and oh this this cue definitely took a lot of time and so my goal is to answer 11 in an hour so I'll try to keep the others more concise and that is a challenge for me (laughs) a challenge and a half actually but I am going to do my best but Megan again thank you and Step outside of your home for a moment and look at the beautiful mountains that surround you in Utah. You're so lucky. Oh, Corey. Corey Sullivan. Hello. I'm so glad that you asked a question. And she asks, how to feel more connected to Mama Earth, feeling distant from her lately? Well, Corey, I also answered you in the Facebook group, but I felt like I wanted to elaborate on my answer. And what I wrote on Facebook was everything. You're never distant. I love this cue. But in the meantime, simple. Go outside without any distractions and just be with her. Play with her leaves. Hug her trees. Stare at her sky. Place your feet on her skin. Just for today. Try this for now. XX. (laughs) I am also... In this moment, connecting with her right now, Mama Earth. Though I have a mic and these ginormous headsets with me and a computer in front of me. (laughs) And I've taken over my dad's office space to have peace and quiet. I am staring at this beautiful view with the tall Rocky Mountains in Park City and their ski slopes. Basking in the sunlight now and just connecting for simply being present with her. So so let's all take a minute and just stop, pause, stare out a nearby window, or if you're outside, then stare up at the scenery or the sky above, and just stare. Be present. No need to judge whether you're doing this right or wrong. <laughs> Just be present and appreciate what you find beautiful about it and allow the appreciation to resonate within and do this just for one minute and then see how you feel. I will give you a minute and then I'll be back to guide you and talk again.
feel even slightly better because I do. <laughs> I do. And I was already coming from a high vibe place. So I challenge you, Corey, and anyone else finding this challenge, challenging to do this for 10 minutes every day, any time of day that most resonates with you. Ashley Fueling Lloyd. Ooh, I love that last name, Fueling. Um, and Ashley asks for this topic, shifting our mindset for a more abundant new year, how to stay motivated for change when the lazy vibration keeps pulling us down. <laughs> oh, Ashley, okay, I had to answer this question because I have been there. This question is four pounds of gold. Of course, of course, you know that I am in the camp of fully accepting and embracing wherever I'm at right now, in which I hope you fully accept and embrace wherever you're at now and being compassionate with yourself if it's not exactly where you feel from within your core, where you're supposed to be. If it's not exactly that, that's okay as life happens and this messy moment may be just a message that is just going to strengthen you if you allow it to. But be proud of yourself for how far you've come but to go beyond this. So, Ashley, whether you're sitting in a sea of feeling abundant or feeling scarce or a sea of feeling motivated and driven or feeling lost and lazy, I hope whatever comes through right now shifts you for the better in some way, even, even if it's just an inch. First of all, look at the timeline of your life in your mind. See this timeline in your life. Perhaps you're going to be having a little moments of flashbacks and just notice how much has shifted since December 2017, whether you feel it's for the better or worse, and see how much has even shifted since November 2018, for better or for worse. Isn't it crazy how much life can shift drastically in 365 days or even just one moon cycle? And in some ways, some things that we couldn't even fathom, we couldn't even perceive. It can change drastically even in just one sunrise. And perhaps that time to shift that habit of laziness and that mindset of scarcity is now. Now. <laughs> yeah. Place both hands over your heart and say this in your mind or out loud. Thank you, inner being, for listening and being open so we may shift and reprogram our minds today for a better tomorrow, for a more abundant 2019. Now sit with this for a moment. Now, as this resonates, I want you to know you have all, 
all the power within to completely make the change today. We're always seeking power outside of ourselves, assuming that there are all the answers outside of ourselves when really in this moment, you have all the power as long as you just make that decision to do so, to finally follow what you've been fearing. And if you find yourself being lazy or lacking motivation, I am going to give you some tough love right now with empathy as I've been here in many seasons of my life. You're fearing what you know you can achieve. Therefore, you're allowing yourself to be lazy because you may have some small fear of success or failure or both. So you are procrastinating the time to make that happen by doing things that only give you immediate satisfaction. And you're not lazy. It's, it's only an excuse that your mind is playing with you right now because it knows it has the power. But lazy is not a condition. It's just, again, a powerful excuse that your ego also might be trying to protect you from what you fear. And now it can take a back seat because these lazy habits and unhealthy habits and feelings of guilt or shame are only symptoms of the ego being louder than your intrinsic self. Symptoms of the mind being in more control than your soul. And guess what? <laughs> guess what? That's more than, more than okay. And not something to feel shame or guilt about because, Ashley, <laughs> you, my friend, get to be human. <gasps> yes, and be a mess and make mistakes and have lazy days. If this is a consistent habit, this is a time for you to learn and grow with it. That's right, not grow from it, but grow with it and transition it. Use that energy of laziness because it is an energy. It might feel like a lower energy, but it is. And transition that into something that will put you one step closer towards your goal. One step closer. The fact that you even have a desire to no longer be lazy, by the way, as lazy is easy and most people don't want to leave their comfort zones or routines or habits. So the fact that you even brought this to light is a huge step in moving forward. So your 2019 is more abundant and, and full of whatever it is you desire to do. And right now... In this moment, if, if you're just chilling at home and you're alone or undisturbed, grab a paper and a pen and pause this episode and write at least four reasons your mind tells you that you can't. Four of your fears. Be honest, completely honest with yourself, even if it feels superficial or shallow. Because you're human and most likely living in a Western society, so we all have some shallowness, let's be honest. We've all been societally programmed in many ways, and that's okay. And that's just you being real of your fears. And that is really the only way to move past it and show the universe that you are prepping to release these. So 
So watch out and be there for you as you let them go. Be honest. (laughs) For example, an old one of mine was definitely, I'm afraid if I do this, I will lose this person or these people in my life. Or another one is, I'm afraid of losing respect. Or another one had been, I'm afraid of losing this identity that I've created for myself that has brought me loads of love and attention. And, ooh, another one. Simply, I'm afraid of being judged. These old fears, write them down. We'll pause this episode and then write them down. And if you're driving right now, that's okay. You can just pause it and do it in your mind if you would like or listen for now and then get back to it later. Whatever feels best for you. And then I will guide you to do the next thing when you're done. Good. Now, to each fear, ask yourself, what would it look like if this didn't matter? For example... Me being afraid to lose a person, what came to my soul was, if this didn't matter, then I would just be at more peace. <laughs> being afraid to be judged, I, I had to remind myself all the time that if my fear is being judged, to remember that everyone is going to judge me all the time whether I do something or I don't. So might as well just do it. Might as well. And that brought me so much more peace to just do. That's why this podcast exists. Which I also reminded myself that some people will evolve with you or away from you. And you grow with some and you lose some. But the only ones who really matter in your life will stay. So not to let any person hold you back in any way. Just because they don't agree with your being in some way. Like me being a little more woo-woo than many of my old friends in Utah and family. (laughs) You know, I honestly, no matter what, fully love and accept each other as we're just good humans. And that washed away the fear. And yes, I've lost people too for other reasons. And it's, and then I'm always okay. I get back up on my feet and I still have love around me. So with each fear, Ask not your mind, but your intrinsic self and your soul. What would it look like if this didn't matter? Then pause, ask, then play again. Good. Now, if you have more time, perhaps... Meditate on it longer with the intention to let these fears go day by day, energetically, inside of you. But, (laughs) just for today, just for this moment, fully let them go and write down four or more things that you want to achieve in 2019 You can think of different categories that you like, that you want to create. Like maybe you want to begin a blog or an art exhibit or a book or a retreat or a relationship or whatever it is, whatever you want to dedicate the season of your life to. So, oh, by the way, when it comes to money or anything numerical, 
of notice. It's very important to be slightly realistic to where you're at now. Not even slightly, to be. Of course, more than you have now, but a little more realistic so it doesn't feel unreachable as your subconscious mind, if that has any resistance to that number, it won't happen as your sense of self-worth in this area needs to match it. And it takes time as the universe will give you tests to just to make sure your nervous system is up for it. So something more reachable may look like, like if you, if you want to make six figures next month, but you're only making three or four every month, perhaps you will create a resistance deep inside and not flow on that line. So maybe start manifesting something that you can taste and that you can work with and you can work your way to six figures, but maybe for now it is an extra 500 a month or an extra thousand a month or whatever it is that you know because you do know deep down what resonates with you most right now but whatever it is pause ask yourself and write good and now for each one of those ask yourself looking at the list one by one what would this look like if it were easy? And if you feel called to, then perhaps write it down, whatever it is. So pause and ask yourself one by one, what would this look like if it were easy? Good. Now, fair warning, be aware that the greater the ambition, the greater the universal tests. And so when you're feeling extra challenge, recognize that and face it and make sure you don't allow it to tear you down, bring you down in any way or make you want to turn away or run away from it. If you feel you've caved, well, that's okay. Try again. Don't give up. Now, last thing I want you to ask yourself, what is one thing that you can do this week for each thing that you wrote down to prepare for the manifestation of this? And do whatever comes to mind, whatever is most likely an inspired action that is coming through you. Even if it's something small like searching locations in Belgium or sending a cold email to someone that inspires you or creating a travel savings account, or writing a letter to Oprah. (laughs) And maybe Oprah might not see it, but the universe did. And that says something that does something just more than you know. So show the universe that you are taking some sort of action and showing that you are worthy and trust that it will happen because it will. It will. And then after you do, Don't forget to pray your own way in your own words, your version of appreciation that that it is all coming into fruition. And if you're feeling up for it, go outside and burn it into the ethers. Only if you're in a safe place to do so. (laughs) So perhaps not a forest in California, but otherwise go outside and burn it into the ethers or kiss the page with a leaf or wave sage or any powerful incense over it with your intention in your heart whatever ritual speaks to you and 
One last thing that I suggest is thinking of a soulful routine-ish, not like a rigid routine, but something soulful to start your day in spirit, like yoga, meditation, nature walks, writing down your dreams to put the puzzle pieces together of a message that you need to be delivered. That's what I'm doing right now. And yeah, just anything that naturally connects to your intrinsic self, inevitably raising your self-worth to manifest a more abundant 2019. Oh, um, duh. And of course I can't forget, you should definitely try Lacey Phillips' opulence course for not just money and career, but just overall abundance for 2019 to see where you're blocked and subconsciously reprogram that in your mind with her hypnosis, her deep imaginings. And you know, it may take you more than just one conscious prayer or journaling. So that's why going into those hypnotic states and really shifting it helps so much, releasing the root of it. So you can, you can, you can definitely try that out. And even though this episode is not sponsored by it, I'm going to plug it anyways. Use the code MAGIC for 10% off. (laughs) Yeah, that just came to mind. So It's helped people, including myself, achieve so much, so I just highly recommend her workshops for creating a more abundant 2019. Also, on the yourownmagic.life Soul Tribe website, which is just $4.44 a month, I do have many intention-setting tools and meditations specifically for this, for you. So, Ashley, may you have the most abundant year ever. And to all of you listening, a message to... My fellow Yomi, you don't need anything to be more beautiful than you already are, as you know, but I do understand the uncomfort of walking around with digestive issues, and I've also seen my beautiful friends that are so glowing and radiant, but they happen to have a hard time with their skin. And both of these issues show that there is something unbalanced from within. And that is why I am so, so, so happy to have Hum Nutrition stay with your own magic as one of our most supportive sponsors and for the Yomis who have worked with their tried and true supplements and of course some humanisms in this human experience create more challenges. So Hum may have many different solutions to help you out with that. They have the highest quality supplements as they meticulously select the right, just the perfect micronutrients to balance the beauty from within, from the tummy issues or skin and nails and metabolism and energy and sleep or deficiencies like B12 and vitamin D or just a complete detox of the body. Hum has a variety of gluten-free, non-GMO products, and most of them are vegan. So for the Soul Tribers, you can receive a free nutrition report to find the right nutrients to balance your deficiencies. And you can also receive 20% off your purchase. So you'll not only be supporting your own magic by supporting our sponsor, but you'll also be supporting your shell. So just go to humnutrition.com and enter the promo code MAGIC for 20% off. That's humnutrition.com, promo code MAGIC. (laughs) 
Lauren Deardoff. Tell us how your heart is doing, Red Heart. Mm. All right, let me check in. <laughs> in this moment, I am feeling warm. Warm with a little bit of fire lit as, you know, 2018, like I said, was a big yin year for me going into my monk cave and having some dark moments to shed light on them and evolve as a human and go through my Saturn return, which is a beautiful human experience and having compassion for everything that I've gained and lost and allowing my human self to have her experience to release so much so she can take on so much to come and just warm because I'm finally welcoming myself back to the place that I've resisted for four years. And 2019 will indeed be more of a yang year. <laughs> Chesney, Chesney Lynn Presty Hughes. I would like to know from your perspective why, how there is enough room and space in the world universe for everyone to succeed and follow their own dream, big dreams. And how did you believe in yourself enough to start this amazing community and podcast? Did you know it would work intuitively? If not, how did you power through those doubts? I know you have touched on all of these themes, but I'd love to hear it all re-clarified now, now that you are in a different place than when you started. Ooh, this is such a good question and much love to you, Chesney. First, also, thank you for being someone from my wild past who listens to the show. <laughs> um, you know what's interesting? I truly do believe that, well, one, we all definitely have different desires, even if they seem very similar, but we bring our own uniqueness to them. And there is indeed space for all of these big dreams to happen. That's why I honestly think my theory is someone was get someone received the inspired action to create Instagram, just so so many people can be a great influence in this world <laughs> because movies weren't cutting it <laughs> and then podcasts and YouTube there are a lot of people that are achieving these big dreams and then there's other industries too that are just expanding so more people can achieve what they dream so absolutely there's no limit to that as this universe is completely infinite and limitless and we're proven that Every single year as the culture gets gifted with more amazing opportunities. And yeah, I, <laughs> I've i been wanting to have a podcast since I was a podcast binger in 2015. It was my favorite form of entertainment over any entertainment, over any movie or anything else. I would listen to self-help, to comedy podcasts, um, but my favorite were definitely the soulful moments, which led me to binge many soulful audiobooks, which led me to read many soulful books, and then, then this dream just became fueled, and I listened to the ping. When the ping to connect with Ali came, that manifested and... Because of the banter that we shared, we both ignited a confidence in each other to finally bring this into fruition. And it just organically happened. She knew how much I love podcasts and she suggested we do a podcast. I was like, yes, down. 
at first it was a YouTube show and then we mer- we decided a podcast instead. <laughs> and we didn't expect it to become as big as it is, but we listened to the universe's pings to guide us here and then the other pings to guide her where she is now and for me to continue on with this podcast. And so now I do believe the universe indeed lined this up as I was consciously making it happen and I would write in my journal that I would be making a great impact in the world one day and be a great influence and would just listening to my intuitive voice, allowing the universe to use me as a vessel and share any message, which we honestly all can tap into and do. So with that heightened my feelings of worthiness to co-create this and the co-creation and synergy at that time with Ali with someone else magical it just it just magically happened and so it does help if you are so in sync with somebody to create something powerful using the power of both of your energies together but it doesn't mean you need somebody in order to do that but it does help Also, who would have thought that that little ping, thinking I was just making another close friend, would lead to where it was today? So follow those pings. That's my big advice for 2019. (laughs) Follow those pings because you've set your vision. The universe knows what you want to manifest. And now those little pings, whether it be to message someone, DM someone, call someone, or go to the store to buy some organic peanut butter, those because maybe he happens to be there or she happens to be your next person to co-create something with you. I don't know, but listen to those pings. And I I didn't know that it would work intuitively because I've done enough soul searching to know that if I can feel it in my being and if I can see it in my mind and if I can desire it in my heart, then it will happen. And I also know the new creations in my mind that are manifesting and the new visions I'm receiving are going to manifest too in divine timing, whether that's 2019 or 20 or 30. But I just I just didn't quite know the when and how. Divine timing is everything. I don't think that you can really tell the universe when. Some people believe you can. For me, it's always worked in its own time and in its own way. Did I ever have any doubts? Um, hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. But I also would remind myself all the time that if my fear is being judged, just to remember that everyone is going to judge me all the time, whether I do something or don't, so just might as well do the damn thing. (laughs) Let's say your doubts are louder than your trust, then... I implore you to scream over those doubts in your mind and say to those doubts, I am going to make this happen with the universe no matter what you say. Tell those doubts what's up (laughs) and just go after it because even if it's not exactly where you thought you'd go, it's better than if you didn't try and it may be even better than anything you can imagine right now. So, Chez... I am excited to see what you create and bring and sing to the world. So I hope that you keep singing your soul to the world, my beautiful friend, and maybe all of the old ATS crew like Chelsea and Austin and Max and Nick and Billy, everyone 
we will all get to celebrate that dream of yours with you someday. So, so much love for you. Jacqueline, Jacqueline Pina. Hello, Jacqueline. She asks, how would you advise people to find their soul's purpose in both career and life? I've really been struggling to find what I'm truly passionate about and would love to hear your advice. Red heart. Ah, all these red hearts. I'm feeling so loved. And I love this question, Jacqueline. (laughs) You are in such an exciting place, by the way. In fact, one of the most exciting stages in this pursuit of career and purposeful life. My soul feels that she's here, though she's not really a she or a he, but I like to use the pronoun she, so, because she's cool with it, so, I hope you are too, so my soul. She feels as though the ultimate purpose to serve is to just grow and expand as a human in this incarnation, perhaps with a unique mission and purpose to serve in this incarnation, which is unraveling in each season of our life, and perhaps we have many potential purposes, as We have many path options ahead since we have free will. Because who knows, who knows, maybe in a parallel life, my purpose would be to be a monk in the Himalayas. Or maybe I've already done that. (laughs) But Jacqueline, I, I, it seems as though you're an old soul. Mm -hmm. You're, you're probably an old soul. I do believe that this podcast attracts old souls, like the old souls. Something that I've learned from past guests, a spiritual channel and psychic medium, Ainsley McLeod, that told me my soul's age. When we find out our soul's age, we may get a better idea what we're doing here in this incarnation, which is so true. I was going through such a hard time, and the second I talked to him, and he gave me so much clarity on so much, I just shifted and fell into this state of more clarity and understanding and full of intention to fulfill my mission. I do like how you specified it though because there are a range of areas like purpose and relationships and health experience but you are asking specifically for both career and life which thank god because I'm indeed not an expert in relationships but indeed feel more confident in career and in life. (laughs) So, since you're struggling finding what you're passionate about, perhaps there are just some things that are of slight interest to you that you have yet to fully dive into, and perhaps you haven't fully dived into them because there is some sort of block of fear of success or failure or both that is holding you back. So, Whatever slightly piques your interest, write them down like yoga, herbs, cooking, natural medicine, singing, painting, fashion, yada, yada, yada. So look at the things that light you up and also look at the ones that stand out to you the most as if you're looking at a color wheel and there's that one or two colors that stand out and resonate with you so much. Now, like I said, this is a very, very exciting stage for you. I'd like to call it your experiment season for the one or two things that interest you most. I challenge you to look deeper into them for the first month of 2019 and spend 
one to two hours a day reading and researching or practicing whatever it is. Study its background and its history and its people, its influence, its business. As you do that, you might get extra sparked and it might even take only two weeks till you transition into the next stage, which is the invested season where you begin to invest your life into it. For example, if it's yoga, take a yoga teacher training or Reiki, take a Reiki course or if it's herbs, study all the herbs, take Chinese medicine or herbalism course, whatever it is, take the time to invest and commit to it as You're showing the universe that you are taking some sort of action in which it may either lead you there as a wonderful, amazing yoga teacher or somewhere even greater. Like, I had no idea that that ping to take a yoga course in Bali would lead me here to exploring and teaching how to fully learn to be compassionate and love our intrinsic self and explore our soul and our own magic. As for your purpose, your purpose in life, perhaps there's not one overall purpose for life itself, but to just fully live this human experience and to listen to those pings from the universe and follow the signs and synchronicities and those gut feelings that tell you that you should or should not do something. And when that passion ignites, you know you are living your purpose for this season of your life. You just may need a push to dip your toe in multiple ponds. And that is totally fine because perhaps you're just supposed to be well-rounded in multiple areas for whatever reason. So this message was also delivered to you, Jacqueline, for whatever reason. (laughs) Perhaps it's a ping. Perhaps 2019 will be our year of clarity. So find the two things that you're being guided, Jacqueline, and you'll just know. It will lead you somewhere, even if it's not this upcoming month. Sierra Rose. Beautiful name. And Sierra Rose asks, I'm about to begin my yoga teacher training journey. I would love to hear about your experience, if any, with training. Yay, Sierra, that's amazing. I'm so happy that you're following the ping to follow a yoga teacher path. And who knows where that may lead. You will always feel rewarded for following what your heart is desiring right now. And also, you'll be rewarded after each class as you heal so many souls more than you know, more than you can consciously see after their Shavasana. So, yes, I did take a teacher training in the summer of 2015 in a land called Bali. And at the time, I also had this eating disordered behavior, and I was only 88 pounds. Keep in mind, I'm five, five and a half, and yet I was still feeling fat and unpretty and unworthy and all the insecurities, you know? You know? But I didn't realize that I was sent there to develop my self-awareness and healing and to begin planting the seeds to see how beautiful I really am beyond my exterior shell. And then in that training, we meditated and practiced yoga so much that I was really sensitive to hearing the voice of my soul where 
much of my self-realization happened that I was on the path to killing this human vessel, basically, if I were to continue to eat the way I did and overexercise the way I was and how I was performing in life and without direction. And this was the time where the seed was also being planted to go on the journey of learning to fully value my soul and look beyond this physical shell. So this journey was beyond learning how to teach yoga, but also (laughs) hearing me. I love that question. Thank you so much for asking, Sierra. And this also bleeds into Feek's sports question. And Feek asks for your yoga journey and how to surrender to the universe instead of wanting to control everything. How do you just trust yourself and the universe? Oh, yes, Feek. Such an amazing question. So after my training, yoga became a lifestyle. On my travels, sometimes I must admit, I didn't practice for great lengths of time but then when I'd get back to practice I would actually learn something even more valuable about my yoga practice like recognizing the value and power of yoga's influence with my self-worth and connection with my soul when I would practice versus when I didn't or also when I started to gain weight rapidly, my body's response to having an eating disorder, the value of compassion for my shell, no matter what size she was, became a heavy influence. And I really had to learn that in my yoga class, um, learning to move and work with her in a new way that I wasn't so used to. Plus, taking off my shirt and just fully embracing the goddess I am, fully embracing this new body, this new beauty and loving her, even if everybody else in the class had a flat stomach and abs, I felt sexy looking at my curves and just knowing that they are mine. And by no means am I fat or chubby or overweight. I mean, I'm actually at a very, very healthy weight and very at peace with where I'm at right now, perhaps my healthiest weight in a long time. But It's not skinny mini like I was when I had my eating disorder because I'm not naturally a thin person. So I'm just embracing this shell that she is. And I don't, I don't weigh myself because I don't care about that. All I care about is being true with my health and true with my yoga practice and learning new ways to move her. And that's been a huge part of my journey. It's just bigger than my trained old orthorexic mind was used to and also the story or identity of being small and fit for so long that was an identity that I really held on to that I was holding on to for the life of me (laughs) that the universe just really wanted me to let go of and let go of all the identities and many other identities to experience a range of humanisms and I'm so happy that I got to experience it and it's just really a beautiful and powerful place to be to love and just own it which is a new lesson I learned while practicing yoga recently and it felt freaking good just saying just saying as this is the only body I know and the only body I treasure most in that yoga space as we all should just treasure our own shells honestly that helped me just surrender I've recently surrendered to This year, in my yin energy, I've been able to learn to surrender to the universe and just trust that I know 
this too shall pass and this will be a lesson and a message that I can deliver and trust that it's all happening for me, not to me. That the losses in my life this past year, that the pain, that the isolation, that the loneliness, that the pockets of depression that I would bring light to were all happening for me in that moment to release. I would only be depressed when old, old energies were coming to surface and then I would release them and it felt so good. So to trust the process of that I'm stepping outside of another cocoon and about to blossom into something new. But when people ask, how do you trust the universe? It's an interesting question because trust isn't something that you can formulate. It just is something that you just feel and that you just surrender to. And perhaps, perhaps it's hard at first, but every single time something hard happens, just look up or close your eyes and look within and say to the universe, say to your soul that I trust that this will work out and it will all be okay. And sit with that for a minute and allow yourself to trust as there really is no way to make someone trust the universe. They just need to find it within themselves. I hope that answers your question, Feek, and thank you for asking such a wonderful question. Last question for this Monday's episode. I will be answering some more of the questions that were asked for next week, but for this week, This is the last question. Julia Sayuri. And Julia asks, your feelings about 2019. So, ooh, I love this. So, Julia, like I said, I I have an inkling of a feeling a more yang energy within me is arising and I'm in the midst of that transition right now. For the rest of us, I feel like all of us, this is going to be a year with a lot of conscious shifts for those who may not be aware of what lies beyond this physical plane and they too begin to recognize the fact that they can manifest I also, I, I really believe every year people begin to dream bigger, which is actually a beautiful thing. And like I said, this universe is limitless and we can all have big dreams and we can all accomplish our big dreams and whatever magic we want to create. So the dreams are going to be bigger this year so that we can all live our best life, our best self on this plane and do more to serve Mama Earth in this incarnation for her and her children. And also, perhaps those big changes may not happen right in 2019, but I do believe a seed will be planted for many, many more and they will begin their soulful spiritual journeys in which if you're listening you're probably already on (laughs) um and i also believe that the hints and signs from the universe will become a lot clearer especially if we've been on this journey as every year more people are expanding their consciousness and i did read that 2019 we should expect great cosmic forces at play for each of us which is always the case, in all honesty. (laughs) But when I was reading about the 2019 astrology chart, 
I just want to also give you a heads up to mark your calendars as apparently major transits for all of us will vary depending on the positioning of the planets in our own horoscopes for 2019. But to look out for Jupiter's retrogression on April 11th and Saturn retrogression on April 30th. So to basically keep your eye out for April as big changes will happen at that time. So perhaps at this time, begin to envision some greatness that you would like to accomplish or work towards between now and April 11th. 411, love those numbers, then allow the transition and then allow the transit to work for the highest good of you, the best of you. So so let's all really be there for each other, tribe, in April as these significant changes take place. Also, 19 is a number that I connect with simply because I was born on the 19th of August And unlike my transition into 2018, when I was releasing old thought patterns and insecurities, and just to allow most of my shadows to flee and triggers to be reprogrammed, now I'm entering into 2019 more free to fly. And I will, of course, continue to travel the world while also finding my own place to settle in either Hawaii or Park City, Utah. And... I'm excited for my trip in Italy in March, and I may even venture off to UK or Amsterdam or something if time allows. I would be so stoked to do that. And also Bali in July, of course, and seeing those of you who are coming on the retreat. And if you would love to still attend the retreat, there are still places open, and I would love for you to be there. So The link for that is in the show notes if you want to look at more details. And also, be open to other places that, you know, I feel pinged to go to. And now, of course, now that my yin phase is coming to an end, is cycling to a close, I'm really excited to expand your own magic and awaken a new beginning for it beyond it being a podcast. The podcast was the genesis for this, and it's just about to bloom with great plans in the works to take place summer, fall, and winter of 2019, and also allowing the beginning of 2019 to plan, paint, and create, and make it all happen, and also see what flows that I can't even fathom right now. So, yes, I'm I'm so excited for all of us to journey together and to share our dreams and make them happen and I am looking forward to you and I being connected for a whole nother year so that we can all be together and support each other on our journeys to exploring our intrinsic self, our soul, and creating our own magic. (laughs) Had to wrap with that. So till next week which I will be answering some more of these questions that you asked in the Your Own Magic Facebook group which if you're not a part of please join 7,500 amazing souls and along with elaborating a vivid vision for us to create the most abundant 2019 yet which I'm really excited to share my process for this with 
see you next week on New Year's Eve. And if you're not a part of the Soul Tribe exclusive site, it's just $4.44 per month. And I have a library of guided meditations guided by me and a lot of spiritual tools to help you tap in to the seed of your soul. So yes, I'll talk to you New Year's Eve. I love you tribe and have a magical day.